Hello, and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the colorful content of our American Road magazine. I'm Foster Brown, your host. When the weather person wants you to know just how cold things can get, in case you were starting to feel sorry for yourself, they probably say something like, but in Cutbank, Montana, it's 40 degrees below zero. In our winter 2010 holiday road tour, we visited the Glacier Gateway Inn and Plaza in Cutbank, where for in our winter 2010 holiday road tour, we visited the Glacier Gateway Inn and Plaza in Cutbank, Montana, where former owner Ron Gustafson had built the largest penguin in the world to mark the coldest spot in the nation. But you'll never guess where this thick-skinned cowboy now hangs his hat. Before we hear that story, I want to thank the city of St. Joseph, Missouri, for sponsoring this American Road Trip Talk. Make history this year and bring the family to St. Joseph, Missouri, and make it a vacation they'll never forget. In St. Joseph, you'll discover 150 years of history where the Pony Express began and Jesse James ended. Experience history. Make history. Go to stjomo.com. In our winter edition of the American Road Magazine, we went to what we thought was probably one of the coldest places in the country, a little city called Cutbank, Montana, to get the story about the largest penguin in the country. <laughs> and the person who was involved in building that largest penguin is a man named Ron Gustafson, who's with us right now. Ron, thank you very much for joining us here on American Trip Talk. You're sure welcome. Ron, as I understand it, you have switched locations rather dramatically. In the article, uh, it has a picture of you in front of the penguin in the place that's probably the coldest place in the United States. But right now, you're in quite a different place, aren't you? That is correct. We moved to Galveston, Texas. My wife was actually a Texan, and which I met in Cupink. But uh, we moved to closer to her uh, stomping grounds, which is Galveston, Texas. And we can actually, from my office here, I take a look around, and there is the Gulf of Mexico. Whereas in Cupink, it was about 25 miles. I could look on a good clear day and see Canada. <laughs> and so lots, one extreme to the other. <laughs> and lots and lots of snow. So I'm going to guess that in the dead of winter, it was pretty much white everywhere that you looked. Uh, the winter in Cutbank, a lot of times it isn't much snow as you think because of the wind oh. off the prairie there. That is, uh. uh, in addition to being extremely cold, it also holds the world's, uh, you're next to Browning, which holds the world's record for temperature change in 24 hours. So it can vary a lot. Yeah, uh, but it's a big difference here. We've never they had snow the year before we moved here, and it's the first time they ever had snow in uh, since the recorded time. I mean, uh, since people have lived here. So yeah, we, we had snow up in Montana quite regular. Yeah, and with the wind, of course, there's a big wind farm there now east of town, mm. and to, to harness that wind. So in addition to being cold, sometimes it was cold and windy. Like oh. I. Uh, I've said once that the coldest I'd ever seen it was 48 below, oh my. but with the wind chill, it was 98 below. Other than the obvious answer, what made you move from Cutbank, Montana, to Galveston, Texas, on the Gulf of Mexico? Well, like I say, my wife was born in Corpus Christi, Texas, and she lived a number of years in Montana. We lived a number of years together. I lived almost my whole life there, and she was like, 
hey, I'd like to live along the coast because that's where she grew up. And sure. so we said, well, let's try it. Leave the snow shovel when we left. We, <laughs> we owned the motel up there, the Glacier Gateway Inn and Plaza, and when we left, we uh, gave him the snow shovel to take it with us. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to keep it as a memento down in Galveston. Where did the vision come from for, for, building, for creating this penguin of all things? Okay, well, a couple things. One is uh, that the year... Uh, well, Cutbank has growing up always had these little penguin uh, garbage cans and things down by the down, downtown. It was like, oh, you know, she kind of grew up associating the cold with penguin. And then the year after that, the 48 below, it was like, hey, that would be kind of a neat thing to do, you know, to kind of uh, highlight the the cold. And then, you know, one of the um, calling cards, probably people have heard of it because you'll look on, like, uh, weather channel or whatever, and they'll say, let's see, up in Cutbank, Montana, it is. <laughs> and they'll look on air 20, 30 below or whatever, you know, yeah. or 35 below. That they'll, they'll highlight, even though Cutbank is, what, about 3,500 people, it's mentioned a lot of times on the weather because of the weather sure. up there. Uh-huh. Okay, now, wh- what was involved in constructing this? What did you make it out of? Because it, it, in our article, it was, it was sculpted. Okay, it's first of all, it starts with a steel uh, superstructure underneath mm-hmm. that uh, is, does the basic frame, mm-hmm. and then it's covered with rebar, and then it's covered with mesh, and then it's covered with like a real thick plaster over it. And mm-hmm. of course, it's painted after that. And I'm I'm going to have to guess that you had to get some pretty unique kind of paint to withstand the kind of temperatures that you had up there, or lots of it, I would imagine. We just use like a good heavy uh, duty oil based paint that we've um, that we use to paint it from that time to time. Mm-hmm. That was a challenge to paint it. <laughs> oh man! Now, see uh, the dimensions on the uh, on the penguin are uh, is it twenty seven feet from tip to bottom to the ground? Yeah, that is correct. Wow! How, how long did it take you to do this? And did you do it on your own? Uh, I had a couple helpers doing some of the plastering and, you know, and that, but the the idea or the concept and the drawing it out, I did that myself. And we were, I believe, about three months from uh, from start to finish, uh, not working on it full time, but uh, as we worked on it, uh, for about three months. So when, when it was all said and done, uh, what was the impact on the city? Well, you know, that used to, I know it still gets a lot of publicity in that, but then when it first uh, was open, there was a lot of people. It was like one of the most photographed places in the county. And, of course, when, you, when I say in the county, it also, we have Glacier National Park on the side. So, I mean, that's a lot of competition. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people just stop and take pictures and take a picture of their, their, their companions they're traveling with and stand in front of it and take pictures and still a lot of people today take pictures there. So that is the the key vantage point, then, is the cut bank is a part, is almost at the gateway, and I'm not going to guess, a wild guess, that mm-hmm. it's called Gateway Inn because it was the gateway to the Glacier National Park area. Exactly right. Flat land all around it and huge wheat farms. Mm, I see. All right. And then the backdrop to that would be then these enormous glaciers. Exactly right. Talking to people that live up in Kepping still, I was talking to Actually, an attorney we have up there and, and another guy that I know real well that just the other day that they were like, man, this is the coldest winter we've had forever, <laughs> you know, 
So and, we're still getting some pretty cold weather, weather and, there. And that's saying something for the coldest spot in the nation. So while it, I give you the temperature today, for instance, right now, as we're speaking down in Galveston, Texas, where you are. Yeah, we're actually, one thing I'll tell you about, the other day we were about 70 above and, uh, I think was like 30 below. And that wasn't so, taking into account the wind chill factor. No wind chill. That, that is not wind chill or anything else. That was actual degrees. I think I think it was 32 below actually, but that yeah, that is the temperature, not not wind chill. And the penguin uh, has has not taken off. <laughs> it's a flightless bird, but I, has it taken off at all in that weather? Uh, the the penguin actually has survived several pretty good wind storms since it's been built to upright at 80, 90, 100 mile an hour wind. Oh my goodness! It's still sitting there, it's like say still flightless. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the world's largest penguin, and you still find it, by the way, in Cutbank, Montana, outside of uh, the Glacier National Park that's up there. And it's still the coldest place in the nation. It's now owned by Dinesh Patel. Uh, Ron, you now are at the <laughs> wisely, I think, have chosen the other end of the temperature spectrum of the thermometer and are in Galveston. What's the name of your RV park and where exactly is it? Okay, we're on Galveston Island. For people that aren't familiar with Galveston, it's an island. And uh, it's true island. I can, I'm looking right here at the Gulf of Mexico and I can just turn around and I see the water behind me in the back in the bay. And, uh, our name of our park and hopefully different than like our name of our motel where it was just Glacier. Uh, it is Jamaica Beach RV Park signifying the tropical type of atmosphere we're in. <laughs> All right. What a switch and <laughs> some would say a very wise choice to make. <laughs> Uh, you, you, well, we you, see more people moving south than moving north. I can just say that part. <laughs> and wisely so. Well, are, are you planning on building any kind of now, you know, some monumental thing to stand outside the RV park that will uh, be along the lines of your uh, last monument that you built? Well, we've got a, a, a miniature golf course down here with a uh, next to the RV park, and it's got a a 20-foot shark, but I didn't build this one. It was fiberglass, and we hoisted it up in the air like you would see in the movie Jaws. But uh, we didn't build it ourselves, though. But, yeah, so that's about the closest thing I would say that maybe is similar. <laughs> you just couldn't stay away from another big creature, could you? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Ron Gustafson, thank you so much for being with us and uh, for filling us in on the history of the world's largest penguin, and now where its creator is located safely uh, in a much warmer climate, Galveston, Texas. Thanks for being on American Road Trip Talk. Pleasure talking to you. This American Road Trip Talk has been brought to you by St. Joseph, Missouri. Make history this year and bring the family to St. Joseph, Missouri, and make it a vacation they'll never forget. In St. Joseph, you'll discover 150 years of history where the Pony Express began and Jesse James ended. Experience history. Make history. Go to stjomo.com. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. Don't forget to visit our website at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our most recent issue, blogs, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Or find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, 
reminding you that the joy is in the journey. 